We thank you for your presence that is already here with us. We thank you, O oh God, because we know that your power is resident inside of us. We thank you, Father, because we know that from the foundations of the earth, you already predestined that we, O oh God, should be the army that you're summoning for the purpose of your will. We thank you, Jesus, because we know that you have already begun a good work in us. And you that have begun this good work, you are faithful and you are just to complete it. We thank you, O God, because you positioned us in accordance with your will to be the generation that we carry your mandate to the ends of the earth. We thank you, O God, because there is something inside of each one of us that has the capacity, that has the ability to respond to that which you are seeking for in this season. We thank you, Father, because that seed which you planted inside of us from the foundations of the earth, that seed is responding to your voice in this day, in this season, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, because you are dismantling, O God, every thought, every idea, every stronghold that is not from you that was established by hell and was transferred by to us oh god either Uh, through culture either through experiences either uh, through pain either through shame either through discouragement difficulties brokenness every standard and every stronghold that was established by hell you are breaking it and you are dismantling it in this season oh god for the purpose of re-establishing us that we may be able to bring the fullness of your will to the earth thank you because you are doing this in the name of jesus father as we begin prayer reign oh god as we begin prayer reign august 2020 oh god we thank you oh lord because there is a floodgate that is let down for heaven we thank you oh god because the rain that we seek is the rain of your spirit is the rain of your power is the rain of your grace is the rain of your anointing father the rain oh god feels everywhere we do not choose or pick or command where the rain falls oh god for when rain falls it falls and it wets everything that is under its jurisdiction therefore oh god as your rain begins to come upon our life let your rain touch every area let your rain touch every aspect let your rain touch every corner of our lives in the name of jesus even the things we were not conscious about, even the things we did not know that existed in us, oh God, as the rain comes down, because it comes down by your spirit and nothing is covered from your spirit, oh God, let the rain begin to go, let the rain begin to set, let the rain begin to to inquire, let the rain, oh God, begin to call for things and areas within us, oh God, that will be, as the rain begins to call them forth, let the rain begin to build up, let the rain begin to be established us, oh God, so that will be perfected oh god to be able to perform your will in the name of jesus amen Amen. 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 as we begin prayer reign august slash september 2020 we prepare ourselves and we lay ourselves before you we say father this is not just another initiative we say father this is not just another time where people gather together to talk and to sing and to pray Father, let the words that come up to you, let them not be like noise in your ears. For God, prepare our hearts to encounter you. 
Lord, we pray for everyone that will speak on this platform, everyone that will lead us to prayer on this platform. Father, we pray that you will anoint them specially to be able to deliver your heart in the name of Jesus. Amen. Here we are with hands lifted up to you. Here we are with souls lifted up to you. Here we are with spirits lifted up to you. Everything that is within us, oh God, is crying, Abba, Father. Everything that is within us is saying, our God, hear us. Everything that is within us is saying, our God, save us. Everything that is within us is saying, our God, Hurricane to our cry. My God, we want to meet with you. King of Zion, we want to hear from you. Maker of the heavens and the earth, it is you that we are searching for. It is you we are longing for. It is your desire. It is your will, oh God, that we want to establish. If there be anything inside of us, whether it has been hidden for months and for years that wrestles against your will, if there be any seed of darkness that has slowly been growing inside of us that wrestles against your will, can't do breaking, maybe it can't do a delicate As we go through these 21 days, let those seeds, oh God, let them be exposed, let them Amen. be uprooted, let them be put down, let them be burnt by your fire. In the name of Jesus, make all the Jesus, it is an overhauling. It is an overhauling, oh God, that it wants to happen in these 21 days. My God, we begin to pray. If there be any eye that is blind, any eye that was blind when they came on the call. For Jesus, this is why you came, that you will set the captives free, that you will open the eyes of they that are blind. If there be anyone that was blind when they came on this call, God will pray for the miracle of sight. Amen. Jesus, let your word bring sight. Let your Amen. word bring sight. Let Amen. your word be vision in the name of Jesus. Amen. If there is anyone that has stumbled in the dark before this prayer rain August edition, God, by reason of these 21 days, my God, let such a person be delivered, oh God, be delivered, oh God, from the stronghold of darkness in the name of Jesus. Amen. My God, we release a fresh fire, Amen. a fire for realignment, Amen. a fire for rebuilding. A fire for the ordering. A fire, oh God, for retracing of steps. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord, we thank you. Because you release your summon from heaven. And here we are saying, Father, whatever you need to do in us, do in us. But Father, let us be drafted into this army. Amen. In this season, we make our prayer. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you. Shake it, the bread of Papa, 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 the bread of Papa
Thank you, Lord. Father, we declare that this Zoom call becomes a holy place. Amen. Yes, it becomes a holy place. Lord, we lay aside every vehicle of the past. We lay aside every mentality that we had held on to in the past. Mm. We prepare our lives to encounter you for the future. Amen. Anything, oh God, by which we had driven ourselves before now that does not have the capacity to journey with us into the future that you have for us after these 21 days. Mm. Lord, we lay them aside. Amen. We ask, oh God, that you will meet with us afresh. Amen. Let me explain that prayer to you, and I want you to pray it. You know, when God met with Moses, he said, take off your shoes for the land upon which you're standing is a holy ground. Your feet usually represent your journey. It usually represents, you know, the walk of your life. You know, the journey you have made to, the, to that point. Your feet speaks of your journey. And your, the sandals is that which, you know, carried Moses on his journey. That which he wore throughout his journey. So when he stood before God at that time of the burning bush, he was about to transition into a completely different phase of his life. He was about to move into a different place with God. And God was saying to him, you know, prophetically, and it was also symbolically, take off your sandals, take off that which has carried you, which you have journeyed with through the years, because I'm about to take you to another place. And he said, mm. take it off, because the land upon which you are standing is a holy ground. When we speak about holiness, we're not just speaking about the absence of sin we are speaking mm -hmm. about the personality of God we are speaking about the substance that is mm -hmm. God because God is not just a person God is a substance God is a spirit God is a realm God is a positioning God is mm -hmm. all in all so he says mm -hmm. you are standing on holy ground you are standing on the fullness of the personality that is me and he told him take away the vehicle of your journey because you are standing in a place where there is no beginning there is no end you cannot say this is where I am. This is where I am coming from because in me, I am an unending stream of journey. So he said mm -hmm. to him, take off your stronghold, take off your past, take off that which you have, you know, aligned yourself with for 
the purpose of journeying. Remove everything by which you have defined yourself before because you have come into a place where there is an unending possibility of progress. And so many times when we are about to transition into destiny, when we are about to transition into power, when we are about to transition into true leadership, when we are about to transition into the reason why God made us and the reason why we have moved through all the things, paths that we have moved through before now, the first thing that God says to you is take off your sandals. Take off that which carries you. Take off that which propelled mm. you before now because you have come into a new realm of possibility. So this morning, I want you to this morning, I want you to pray and say, God, I don't know what it is my God, but if it even, even if it is mentalities inside of me that I have journeyed with for years, it doesn't matter how long, it doesn't matter how much I have held on to it and I have reinforced it. If it does not have the capacity to take me to the next place that you want me to be, don't let me go through this prayer day, don't let me go through three weeks of fasting and praying and receive everything but not be able to journey forward because I still came with my sandals. Lord, show me the things that I need to put aside so that I can come into the things that you want me to receive. Can you make that prayer this morning? Oh, Father, open my eyes, oh God, to see revealed by the light of your word, oh God, and by the truth of your spirit. Reveal, Lord, everything, oh God. Reveal the, the secret things of my life, oh God. Father, in these 21 days, I pray, Lord God, that you show me, Lord, the setbacks, oh God. Father, you show me the hindrances, you show me, Lord God, the broken of the Lord, the mistakes that you desire My God and my King, I pray, Lord, that you let us imagine let us imagine that Moses never took off those sandals let us imagine that he said well but these are good sandals these sandals have nothing to do with your presence imagine if he walked further into the sphere of that God's presence still wearing those sandals what would have happened if he did the presence of God probably would have just, you know, slowly died out. Moses will know that he saw God. Moses would know that he encountered God. Moses would speak about the powerful encounter he had. But yet, there would be no trace of it in his life. Yet, there would be no proof of the fact that he encountered the God that made the heavens and the earth. And that is what happens to a lot of us. We come into powerful meetings. We pray with powerful people. We listen to powerful sermons. Yet, there is no print of the fact that we had an encounter. 
because we came still coming with the mentality coming you know with the baggage coming you know with the strongholds by which we first met with him and you mm. see god now say moses i will take off your sandals because you are holy ground what god said to him moses you take it off because God is going to make himself present to meet with you. But you see, the outcome of his presence is dependent on the choice you make to lay aside that which you were carrying before you encountered him. So it is not about God showing up. God will always show up. But how much are you ready to do the work to prepare yourself to receive of him? So it is your choice. It is your prayer to make. It is in your heart that you first receive conviction that indeed what I am seeing, what I am sensing, this call that I have come to, these 21 days that I'm about to fast, it is for you to know in your heart that indeed God is in the midst of it. And God can touch me. God can build me. God can renew me. God can change me. God can empower me in 21 days. It is your choice. And because you know why you are doing what you are doing, you will do everything in your power to lay aside anything that will stand in its way. I will stand in the way of the encounter and the change. And that is what God is saying. He said, put away your sandals. Put away the past. Put away the journeys. Put away the amount of times that you failed. Put away, you know, the, the thought and the shame and the pain. Put it away because you have crossed into a new season, because you have crossed into a new era, because prophetically there is a crossing that has happened in the calendar of the heavens and the earth. And you are positioned in the place to be the bearer of God's touch for this generation. Put it aside. And so Holy Spirit, we receive the grace to do as you command we receive the vision to see every single thing that we need to put aside. Show us, oh God, whether it be people, whether it be places, whether it be habits, whether it be mentalities, whatever it may be that we need to put aside so that we can come into the fullness that you have for us in this season. Father, we receive the grace to put them aside in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Um, Amen. So, and we, we all know that, you know, this prayer reign is called someone, um, someone is army. And there is a someone from heaven. There's a someone from God. Um, this morning, I'm going to take my time to just teach so that we can come into all that God has got for us. I'm going to lay foundation um, for the next 21 days. And I pray that the Spirit of God will grant me grace. So we have two anchor scriptures and I'm just going to read them. And every day uh, before the meeting starts, Stephanie is going to read one of them every day. So Ezekiel 37, the hand of the Lord was upon me and he carried me out in the Spirit of the Lord and he set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of dry bones. And he caused me to pass by them Round about, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord, God, thou knowest. Again he said unto me, Prophesy upon these bones, and say unto them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath 
to enter into you and you shall live. And I will lay signs upon you and I will bring upon you flesh and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live and you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded and as I prophesied there was a noise and behold a shaking and the bones came together bone to bone and when I beheld lo the sinus and the flesh came upon them and skin covered them covered them above but there was no breath in them then he said unto me prophesy unto the wind prophesy son of man and say to the wind thus saith the Lord God come from the four winds O breath and breathe upon the slain that they may live so I prophesied as he commanded and the breath came into them and they lived and stood upon their feet an exceeding great army. Then he said unto me, son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones are dried and our hope is lost. We are cut off for our paths. He says, therefore prophesy and say unto them, so said the Lord God, behold, O my people, I will open your graves and I will cause you to come out of your graves and I will bring you into the land of Israel and you shall know that I am the Lord. When I have opened your graves, O my people, and I have brought you out of your graves and shall put my spirit in you and you shall live and I shall place you in your own land then you shall know that I am the Lord and I have spoken it and I have performed it says the Lord and the Lord bless the reading of his word amen, amen. amen. Joel chapter 2 and I read from verse 18 then will the Lord be jealous for his land and pity his people. Yea, the Lord will answer and say unto his people, Behold, I will send you corn and wine and oil, and ye shall be satisfied therewith. And I will no more make you a reproach among the heathen, but I will, I will remove far off from you the northern army, and I will drive them into the land very barren and desolate, with his face towards the east and his hindered path, hind parts towards the autumnal sea and his thing shall come up and his and his ill savior shall come up but because he had done great things fear not O land be glad or rejoice for the lord will do great things be not afraid ye beasts of the field for the pastures of the wilderness do spring for the tree beareth her fruit and the fig tree and the vine do yield their strength be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he had given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain, and the latter rain in the first month, and the floors shall be full of wheat, and the vase shall overflow with wine, and you he will and I will restore to you the years that the locust has eaten, the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm, my great army which I set among you, and ye shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God that had dealt wondrously with you and my people shall never be ashamed and you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel that I am the Lord your God and none else and my people shall never be ashamed and I shall and it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions and also upon the servants and upon the handmaidens in those days will I pour out my spirit. 
and I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke. The sun shall be born into darkness and the moon into blood. Behold, the great and terrible day of the Lord shall come, and it shall come to pass that whoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverers, as the Lord has said, and in the remnant upon the Lord shall call. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen. Amen. Pray that the Lord will fill your heart with his word. And I pray that the word of the Lord will become a highway in your spirit, upon which you can travel to and through the heavens, upon which you can travel into the mysteries of God. I pray that the word of God will become the key that opens the door into every part, into every destined inheritance that the Lord has for you. I pray that the word of God will indeed become a light onto your feet and a light onto your path. I pray that the word of God will cause you to begin to see things in your immediate location, things that you never saw before. It will cause you to see resources. It will cause you to see even hindrances that you never saw before. I pray that this word of the Lord will shine a light that will cause you to see the path that the Lord has laid ahead of you. And if there be anyone that has veered off the path of destiny, I pray that this word of God will begin to show you how to align yourself and how to shift back into that which the Lord has got for you. I pray that the word of the Lord will be like oil upon your head, ointment that causes you to break the yoke of the enemy and the ointment that attracts by reason of his fragrance kings to your rising. I pray that the word of the Lord will be like bread to you and as you take in his word, it will cause you to find strength inside of you, the kind of strength that causes you to kill the lion and the bear, the kind of strength that causes you to rise up when an entire army is trembling in fear to say, I will take down liars and causes you to charge forwards towards the enemies that have oppressed you and has oppressed nations for years. I pray that the word of the Lord will cause you to rise up in the realm of the spirit and it will cause you to see the host of the army that surrounds you because you are in Zion. I pray that the word of the Lord will put a charge in your lips and I pray that the word of the Lord will cause your lips to be able to arise in the day of adversity and every every tongue that was cut off in the realm of the spirit that made it impossible for you to speak and took away your utterance, I took away your articulation. I pray that the word of the Lord will cause your articulation to be restored to you in the name of Amen. Amen. As the Lord prophesies about an army that is rising, I pray that as you read the scriptures, I pray that the word of the Lord will cause you to begin to receive again the gifts that you have lost, the promises that you have abandoned, every single thing that was once yours that you lost along the way. I pray that the Lord, word of the Lord, will be a word of recovery to you, that everything that was lost and broken shall be restored to you in the name of the Lord Jesus. As we read this words as surely as these words are spirit and life. I pray that these words will begin to manifest in your life like a great yes. army. I pray that these words will begin to manifest in your life is in multiple dimensions that in every corner of your being and in every corner of your life that the word of the Lord will guarantee you to the left and to the right, that the word of the Lord will garrison you above and beneath and the word of the Lord will march forward as a great army in your life that to every enemy that has stood as your gate may they hear the sound of a mighty army marching towards them. May they hear the sound of rumble of thunder and lightning coming towards them because the word of the Lord manifests as bone and as flesh in your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I pray that the word of the Lord would have 
room on this prayer call that for every day yes. that we would rise up and every day that we will stand on this prayer rain call yes. that the word of the Lord will stand guard that the word of the Lord will hold a flaming sword over this zoom call in the life of everyone that we come upon it that we come into the call I pray that the word of the Lord will stand guard in your life in the name of Jesus I pray that the word of the Lord will fill the atmosphere of this call that for every time that we will come on this zoom call for prayer rain a ledo ledo that realms will be open for us in the realm of the spirit that doors will be open for us in the realm of the spirit that we will ascend into the will of God every time we gather in the name of Jesus even as the word was made flesh and dwelt amongst them the word indeed is made flesh and it dwells amongst us for we are the manifestation of the Lord for we are the epistles of the most high I decree and I declare that this word indeed shall not only be written in our hearts, but our lives shall rewrite the word in the language that the men of our generation understand in the name of Jesus. Let us be the handwriting of the Lord. Let us be the epistles of God. Let this word rewrite us from within and cause us to write around that which the Lord desires in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Um, someone is arming. So what is happening is, you know, when all of this started in the month of February, when the world really got into the fact that there is a pandemic, we began to speak and prophecies were released about what the Lord is doing. Some said it is a Passover, passing over. Many said it was many things, but the Lord said to me that it's a crossing over. And he said to me, you see, there is a great crossing that is about to happen. And just as it was in the time of Joshua, a people are about to transition into another phase of operation. But when they were in the wilderness, what they understood was the pillar of fire and the pillar of cloud. And, you know, they understood the cloud of God. They understood the manna that fell from heaven. They understood the protection of God. They understood all these things in a certain dimension. But he said, when they crossed over, every single thing changed. Everything changed. The manna stopped. They didn't see the pillar of fire anymore. Did he see the manifestations of his presence the way they used to do? Was God still with them? Yes. The God that was with them before as the one that defended them from their enemies and did not allow them to fight wars. He then became the God that was with them in the form of battle strategies, in the form of you know, handling of weapons, in the form of advancement. The Lord was with them, but in a different form and in a different manner. So when we talk about a crossing over, we're not talking about it like the way we move from December 31st into January 1st, where people celebrate, oh, a new time in the calendar has come. No. When we talk about a crossing over, we're talking about a change in operation. We're talking about a change in dimension. We're talking about a change in the realm from which people begin to make decisions. We're talking about a transference of grace, a transference of power, a transference of mantle. We're talking about a fresh dimension of understanding God and the operations of God. This is what the crossing over talks about. 
And the Lord began to say, there is a crossing over that is going on. And in the prayer reign before now, we began to speak of things like circumcisions. We began to speak about things like the table of God, the manner of God. We began to speak about, you know, carrying the ark of his presence and the ark of his covenant because we're preparing ourselves for the crossing over. For indeed, the crossing over has occurred and it has happened. <clears throat> and the Lord is saying, in this new place that you have come into, I am in draft, I'm drafting into myself a new army, a fresh army, a people that I'm going to use to establish my will in this new land and in this new place. And so there is a summon from heaven and there is a summon of the army of God. Now, uh, when we speak about the word summon in itself, the word summon speaks about authoritatively or urgently call on someone to be present especially as a defendant or a witness in a law court. So the summoning of God's army that we are talking about, we are talking about something that borders around spiritual legalism. So because it is a legalistic thing in the realm of the spirit, not everybody that desires to be summoned will be summoned because you have to have met the requirements of spiritual laws. You have to have met the requirements of the one that can be called and the person that is in the army of God. And so there are different things that the Lord is going to begin to tell us to put in order. If there are people on this call that before now did not pay attention to the laws and to the principles and to the standards of operation in this kingdom, the spirit of God is going to begin to pull you and is going to begin to call you into a sudden intensity. And the things that you used to carry lightly, the things that you used to treat lightly, the spirit of God is going to begin to show you the power and the danger in the things that you never took seriously. Why? Because to be called into this army is not just a thing that God does by his mercy or by his love. It's also a thing that you need to meet legally. Because in the army there is a legal age by which you can enter. Not everybody can be drafted. A child cannot be drafted into the army because you are not of age. And so coming of age in the realm of the spirit is one of the things that qualifies you. But the mark that a person has come of age is it's not just the fact that you have increased in years, but in the fact that you have increased in knowledge, but in the fact that you have increased in principles, but in the fact that you have increased in stature, in the fact that you have increased in character, and in the fact that you have increased in your ability to abide by the law. And so when the Bible begins to speak about someone in his army, the Lord is searching for those who qualify to be in this army. So in this season, the Lord is going to begin to check, 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 check the boxes. You're going to feel like the Holy Spirit is holding an, a, a notepad in front of you and he's checking. Not to condemn you, but to align you. Not to condemn you, but to realign you. Not to condemn you, but to establish you in the ways of God. That is what is going to happen in this next 21 days. Watch your dreams, mark your dreams, record your dreams. Because in the next 21 days, you're going to have instructive dreams by which the Lord is going to begin to show you areas that you had fallen out of place. You're going to have dreams where you're going to see like cracks in your house. You're going to have dreams where you're going to see things like weed growing in your house. You're going to have dreams where you're going to see things like the glass window of your car broken or your windscreen broken or an open window. You're going to have dreams where the Lord is going to be showing you symbolically the loopholes and the areas in your life by which the enemy comes in or the areas in your life by which he speaks in the realm of the spirit and says, this one is not qualified. The Lord is going to begin to show you dreams, dreams where you will see yourself in certain places and it 
to be as though you are walking around nude in certain places. The Lord is going to begin to speak to you about areas where you are uncovered in the realm of the spirit. The Lord is going to begin to reveal to you in dreams the places where you are oppressed. Some of you are going to have dreams where you are going to see stuff like an animal or you're going to see things like... Um, you know, organisms that are coming out of certain parts of your body. And the Lord is going to begin to show you the different parts of your life, where you have been held down, where you have been oppressed, or where you have not been meeting the standards of the kingdom. That's what's going to begin to happen. And the Lord is also going to begin to show you pictures of things that are to come, pictures of things that you are to do. And when you wake up, you're going to sense that it's not just a sense of, oh, wow, I'm going to be great, but you're going to have a sense of urgency regarding what the Lord will have you do. It is a time of alignment and a time of realignment because there is a someone and a someone is authoritatively and an, is an authoritative and an urgent call. Is an authoritative and an urgent call. Is an authoritative and an urgent call. So it is not one that is optional. It is not one that, you know, the Lord is just saying, let's just have a nice time. Let's just sit beside still water, waters. No. For every time that the Lord begins to make an authoritative and an urgent call, it is because we have come into a climax of the heavens and we have come into a time where we are literally standing at a door of access into a new era. So the question is, are you going to answer the sermon? What is the Lord calling? The Lord is not summoning, you know, just, you know, anything. But the Lord is summoning an army. An army is a military force. An army speaks about the ones that are drafted to fight, to defend, you know, to establish the borders of a nation. So God is summoning those who are going to wake up beyond um, wanting the Lord to move for them in just their domestic life and domestic issues. But for those who can say, yes, I have got issues in my life. Yes, I have got issues in my home. Yes, there are things that I want the Lord to do for me, but my eyes are set on the kingdom. My eyes are set on the land. Oh, Zion, my heart cries out for you. Oh, Zion, my heart cries out to do the will of the king. Where can I serve? What can I do? Where is the corner of the wall that I have been called to build up? Oh, Zion, here I am answering to the drafting of the Lord. The Lord is going to begin to stir you in the direction of kingdom because he's calling for an army. No man goes to battle entangled in civilian affairs. No man is drafted into an army and all you are thinking about is your wife, your home, your kids, and your children. No, they are important to you. But in the time of a drafting and in the time of warfare, you need to have your heart set on the mission. If not, you are going to die at the first shot of the enemy gun. That's why Jesus was speaking and saying, if anyone is going to follow me, you have to learn to forget father and mother, brother and sister. Jesus was basic. He wasn't saying we should hate our physical families. But Jesus was saying, hey, listen, because you are coming into an army. And when you are marching to battle, what you want to think about is not just how to survive, but how to overpower the enemy. Because anything you don't overpower is going to overpower and kill you on the battlefield. So the Lord is summoning an army. The Lord is summoning an army. And so because the Lord is summoning an army, what is he doing? In Second Chronicles 16, verse 19, the Bible says, the eyes of the Lord is going to and fro, and he's searching, he's searching, he's searching the earth. He's going through and fro to show, he's searching the earth, um, throughout the earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose hearts are fully devoted to him. He's searching for those whose hearts are fully devoted to him. 
So what is the Lord searching for? In this someone, what is God looking for in you? He's looking for devotion. He's looking for devotion. The days of daily darling about your commitments to God are over. The days of daily darling about whether or not you want to give Jesus your all is over. I'm not talking about being born again. I'm not talking about joining a department in church. I'm not talking about a unit that you are a part of. I am talking about complete devotion. The kind of devotion where even if your life was falling apart, the kind of devotion where even if you don't have money, even if you don't know where your next meal is coming for, you will say, Lord, here I am. The kind of devotion where your life is burnt as an incense to God and every fiber of your being, morning, noon, and night is crying, Father. The Lord is searching for those whose hearts are completely devoted. He's not searching for those whose works are devoted. He's not searching for those whose offerings are devoted. He's not searching for those whose sermons are devoted. He's searching for those whose hearts are devoted. There is a summon of your heart. There is a summon of your commitment. There is a summon of your devotion. This morning, I want you to begin to pray. Ask the Lord, Father, search me. Father, search me through and through. Father, if there is any part of me that I have not laid down at your altar, give me the grace to lay it down. Today is a day to bring before God once again your Isaac. Today is a day to bring before God once again everything that you have held. Can we pray? Can we pray? Can we pray? It is a morning of devotion. It is a morning of devotion. It is a moment of devotion. If there is any part of you, if there is any area of your life that is not now or not laid at the feet of Jesus, I want you to pray. Can we all pray this morning? Everyone of the prayer call, I want you to lift up your voice and begin to pray. And begin to lay at the feet of Jesus. Every part of you, every part of you, your heart, your mind, your soul, your spirit. Oh my God, anything that I have held on to. Every Thank you, Lord. 
Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. For the fragrance is not released until the incense burns. The fragrance is not released until the incense burns. The Lord is calling us to a burning. The Lord is calling us to a burning where we do not only throw our belongings into the fire, but we throw ourselves into the fire, into the fire of his presence. For will we not in the long run still be tried by the fire that we have run away from all our lives? Will you not be tried at the end by the same fire? It is time to throw yourself in. It is time to evaluate. It is time to allow the fire re-evaluate the things in your life, the labor you have given, the thoughts that you have had. It is time of a re-evaluation, says the Spirit of God. Until the incense burns, the fragrance is not released. And it is the fragrance that is released from the vows that the elders present before God. Father, here we are, here we are, here we are, here we are, here we are. Purge our hearts on this prayer rain call. Purge our minds, purge our souls, purge our spirits. Because we want to be presented to you as the ones with devoted hearts in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So the Lord is searching. He's searching. And we know that there is nothing that is hidden from the eyes of God. Mm. We know that when his eye searches, it searches thoroughly. So you want to understand that this is the evaluation, the pre-evaluation that occurs before we can be part of this army. The Lord is going to be doing a searching, a thorough search. And then the spirit is going to be searching the spirit, the soul, and the body. And the eyes are going to search for devotion. And there is a purpose to his search. There is a purpose to his search. What is the purpose to his search? He says that he may show himself strong. That he may show himself strong. That's what the Lord wants to do. He wants to show forth his strength. He wants the whole world to see his strength. That is why he is searching. That is why he is engrafting an army. And so you have to understand that God wants to use you as the one that he's going to use to show himself strong. Now, there is a three level, um, a three tier level of the summon. So there is a summon of the army within and there is a summon of the kingdom of God's army and there is a summon of the kingdom's army to the world. So the first summon that God is doing is summoning the army within you 
And so when you read Ezekiel 37, you want to look at it from these three levels. You want to look at it, first of all, from the summon of God for you, your life, your principles, your values, your character, your nature, your giftings, your orientation. God is summoning every single thing, your perspective. He's summoning the army within you. And then he's summoning his army, which is the kingdom, which is the ecclesia. And then he's summoning his army to the world. This is the three level of the summon. So as God begins to speak in Ezekiel 37, he begins to speak about the spirit of the Lord leading Ezekiel by the hand into this valley. And so the, spirit, the hand of the Lord was upon him. He began by saying the hand of the Lord was upon me. And so as the hand of the Lord begins to come upon us in this season, what you are going to experience is that God is going to be leading you into some strange places. He's going to be causing you and forcing you to look into areas in your life that you did not want to look into before. God is going to be causing you to come into some sort of extreme vulnerability. God is going to be causing you to reevaluate yourself, the way you think, the way you plan, the way you act, the way you govern your home, the way you govern your marriage. You're going to begin to say, God, why are you all up in my business? Why are you challenging everything about me? Can I not do anything right in your sight to know what the Spirit of God is doing is that he's about to cause a great army to rise up from within you. But what he does is that he first takes you by the hand. He first leads you into the valley of dry bones and the, Ezekiel began to speak he said he led me to this valley into this low place in my life so perhaps you are on this call and you have already begun to, to experience the pre-qualification for the sermon which is you going into a valley and you are saying to yourself why am I in this place, why am I in this seemingly low place, what the spirit of God is doing is that he's pre-evaluating you and in the valley, what did Ezekiel see he did not see lilies, he did not see roses he saw dry bones and he described them as very dry that means they had been there for years that means they had been there probably for generations the bible did not tell us what how those dry bones got there the bible did not tell us how this army arrived there so it might have been foundational issues it might be foundational curses it might have been generational troubles that had been in this valley because they were very dry they had gone through different seasons in life and they were still in the valley but the spirit of God took Ezekiel there. He didn't take him to this place of revelation. He didn't take him to this place of seeing the issues. He didn't take him to this place of seeing the problem so that he could be paralyzed by the enormity of it. But God took Ezekiel there because he's about to cause these bones to get to come together to become the greatest army, to become the greatest weapon that Ezekiel has ever seen or known. Even as the Lord begins to summon the army within you, the Lord is not summoning it so that you can begin to live in guilt and shame. The Lord is not summoning it so that you can begin to doubt yourself and wonder if God has truly called you. The Lord is summoning it so that he can cause to rise out of you a mighty army, a strong woman, a woman of valor, a man of valor. The Lord is taking you into the valley so that you can observe ancient dry bones, ancient generational curses, ancient troubles. The Lord is causing you to have dreams in the night about things that were done in your house, in your family. The Lord is 
causing you to see things that are happening in your that are happening in your marriage. The Lord is showing you about your child that has been abused for years. The Lord is revealing these things to you so that you will begin to know how to come into alignment for the purpose of the army that He's causing to rise up from within you. For thus says the Spirit of God that there are people on this call right now that inside of you is a great army. Inside of you is multiplicity of graces, multiplicity of strength, multiplicity of power and ability and capacity but they have been laying in the valley of your life of dry bones and because the valley is not a pleasant place to go because in the valley you feel down in the valley you feel small in the valley you feel reduced many of us have refused to go there we have prophesied on the mountaintops we have prophesied to the mountaintops we have prophesied about the mountaintops when the most powerful things in our life and the most powerful army is residing in the valley of our lives as dry bones but the spirit of god says that he is giving you courage to be able to address the things that before now you could not address the things that you discovered that you feared and you wondered if you're going to have the courage to be able to deal with it the spirit of god says i am bringing you into wisdom i am bringing you into understanding so that you'll be able to deal with the things that you could not deal with before now because there is a great army lying in the place of your greatest fear. There is a great army lying in the place of your greatest oppression. There's a great army lying in the place where you have retreated the most. There's a great army. And the Lord is summoning this army. The Lord is causing it to rise up. So the Lord is going to begin to give you spiritual strategies by which you can battle, by which you can war. When you will put the pen to paper after the Zoom call, and you begin to write out what the trouble is, what the valley is, the Lord will show you strategies. Some of you are going to receive a 10-point agenda from God regarding how you can advance. He's going to give you a 10-point advancement strategy and he's going to say to you, number one, this is what you should do. Number two, this is how you should do it. Number three, this is where you should go. Number four, God is going to give you 10-point agenda for advancement. That is what is going to happen as you get off the Zoom call. So put the pen to paper and allow the Spirit of God inspire you. And Ezekiel began to speak about him going through this valley. And he began to speak about how they were very dry. And how the Spirit of God began to say, is it going to leave again? And how the Spirit of God began to say, prophesy to these dry bones. And how the Spirit of God began to challenge him. And he began to say to him, hey, 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 Ezekiel, it is your place to prophesy. It is your place to observe the workings. And even when you see skin coming upon it, even when you feel like you know, things are looking better, don't stop prophesying because sometimes the army may rise up, but it still will not have breath in it. But I want you to now rise from the place of just prophesying to the dry bones, into prophesying to the wind, into calling forth my spirit that will cause this army to stand on its feet. The Lord is about to take you through a journey of prophesying. That's why we read Ezekiel, um, Joel chapter 2. This army is going to be summoned. The qualities of this army, number one, is that this army is going to have a sharp prophetic edge. And this army is going to have an apostolic edge. A sharp prophetic edge. Because this army 
or the, 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 what the Lord is summoning you to is that you're going to be able to see things that others cannot see and be able to see grace and glory and power out of things that seem dead. And then in the midst of it, as the army rises up, God is going to give you an apostolic edge so that you will know how to build and how to establish and how to set structures and set systems in your life so that what God is causing to wake up inside of you would also be empowered to be able to bring heaven to the earth. This is what the Lord is doing. And so God is summoning the army within and God is summoning this army, you know, of the kingdom. And so there is a work that God is also doing in his church. There is a reshuffling, there is an adjustment and there is a realigning that the spirit of God is doing in the ecclesia because of the summon. Remember, remember the definition of the someone. It is an urgent and an authoritative call. So the Lord is calling urgently to his ecclesia, to the church of Christ, to the body of Christ. And he's saying it is time for us to address our dry bones and it is time for us to realign ourselves. But you see, when these bones started coming together, the Bible declares that there was a noise, a noise, a noise. And the Bible declares that there was a shaking. And so it seems like what is going on in the world, there is a lot of noise, there is a lot of talking, this is what is happening, this is not what is happening you know corona is doing this corona is not there's a lot of noise but at the same time there's a lot of shaking it is almost as though there is a falling away it is almost as though people are losing things it's almost as though the things that did not have the capacity to stand in the first place are being uprooted the standards that we had established that were not the standards of god are being dealt with there is a shaking happening and it is all for the purpose of the coming together of bone to bone, for the purpose of alignment. So the Lord is going to be realigning in the ecclesia. The Lord is about to raise strong prophetic voices. The Lord is about to raise another generation of generals in his church. And so you are listening to me on this Zoom call, and you are saying, what is the summon of this army about? Because the army is expanding and the army is increasing, there is the need for new generals to be appointed. There is the need for new warlords to be appointed. There is a need for new directors to be appointed. There is a need for new posts to arise in the ecclesia. Mm. And the Lord is calling and he's saying, would you allow yourself to be drafted? Would you allow yourself to be pre-qualified to be one of the people that I'm summoning in the ecclesia? And then God is also summoning this ecclesia to the world because the purpose is not for us to build fires that will warm us up in the house, but the purpose is for us to carry the fires that into the world so that the whole world can be warmed up into the power of God. So the Lord is also summoning the ecclesia to the world. So what is the Lord going to be doing? The Lord is going to begin to show you how to go into places, how to go into industries, how to become a voice, how to become a person of influence because there is a summon of the ecclesia to the world. This is the third level of the summon because when the nations are saying, what shall we do? Where shall we go? It is a time of great opportunity for the church to arise. When the people bow their heads and the cower in fear, when the solutions of men have come to their end, it is time for the people with a prophetic edge to arise and build with the strength of the apostolic. God is summoning the ecclesia to the world. How are we summoned? We are summoned by the voice of God. We are summoned by crisis. And we are summoned by times and by seasons. We are summoned by his voice. The message of God, the preaching of God. We are summoned by crisis, 
and we are summoned by times and by seasons. Now, how do we receive the summon? We receive the summon in our heart. We can descend it, we can feel it. We can sense it. We receive the summon with our eyes. We can see it. We receive the summon in our ears. We can hear it. This is the time where you must keep all your spiritual senses at a lot because there is a someone and you don't want to miss the message. There is a call of God. There is a pull from heaven and you don't want to miss the message. And it's going to be the same way. The senses that you strengthen now to be able to hear the someone are the same senses that we hear the trumpet when Jesus comes. Because how will the trumpet sound? It is not necessarily a physical sound. It is a place that you come into where you are able to hear the movements of the spirit. So you must train your senses now to come into the place where you are able to know God and find your orientation in him and be accurate in your position part time. So that when the heavens are being wrapped up and when they are shouting in the skies, he comment, he comment, the king comments, you'll be able to hear and your spirit will ascend to join him. The senses that you train and you train now to hear the sermon are the same senses that would empower you to hear the trumpets. The Lord is calling us to a place of training our senses. Get equipped, get equipped on how to hear God. Get equipped on how to hear God and how to sense the spirit. This is not the season where you allow your senses be dull. This is not the season where you dull out yourself with food, with drinks, with movies, with unhealthy conversations. This is the season where you keep your senses sharp. And that is why we are having the 21 days fasting. So if you're on this prayer call, remember I'm laying the foundation for the next 21 days. You want to try to get into the fast. If it is that you are sick, you want to look for something that works for you. If you have ulcer, have a banana when you wake up, you know, drink a lot of water, have, you know, biscuits, have you got to do something, but let there be a sense of constraint inside of you. For the fasting that we do, it's not the reaping of our physical garments, but it is in the surrendering of our hearts. So whatever it is that enables your heart to come into the place of being surrendered, to come into the place of sensitivity to the pool of heaven, then you want to do it. This is the season for that. Now, how are we summoned? What is the purpose of our summon? We are summoned for five reasons. Number one, to download heaven to the earth. Number two, to translate heaven to the earth. Number three, to transmit heaven to the earth. Number four, to establish heaven on the earth. And number five, to sustain heaven. We are called to download, to translate, to transmit to establish and to sustain. We are summoned to download heaven. We are summoned to translate heaven. We are summoned to transmit heaven. We are summoned to establish heaven and we are summoned to sustain heaven. This is the summon that God is calling us to. And what are we summoned with? We are not just summoned to ride on our own, but we are summoned with the abundance of Zion. 
Hebrews 11, 22 says, but you have come to Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. You have come to the to thousands upon thousands of angels. You have come into the joyful assembly, to the church of the firstborn. You have come to those whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God, the judge of all. You have come to the spirits of the righteous that have been made perfect. You have come to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant. You have come to the blood of sprinkling that speaks of better things than the blood of Abel. This is what you have been summoned with, the fullness of Zion. There is a summon. And so this morning, precious Holy Spirit, I want us to begin to pray. I want us to begin to pray that, Father, you will give us the grace to be able, you know, to, to receive the purpose of our summon, to be able to receive the purpose, which is to download heaven, which is to translate heaven, which is to transmit heaven, which is to establish heaven and to sustain it. Jesus said, pray, 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 and say, Father, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So Lord, give us the grace, give us the grace some of us are going to begin to have encounters where we'll, we'll see ourselves in heaven. We'll have dreams about heaven. We'll have visions about heaven. Some of us will lay on our couches and boom, in an instance in time, we'll be taken away. So let us begin to pray this morning. Can you unmute your microphones and begin to pray? And say, Father, even as you are summoning us, O oh God, into a place of downloading your will, into a place of downloading heaven, Father, let there be a stirring inside of us. Father, help me to come into this place. Can we pray this morning? Father, help me to come into this place, O oh God. Help me to come into this place. Help me, O oh God, not to let me, my Father, step up my spirit. Thank <laughs> you. 
Amen. That everything about us will be converted, will be converted, will be converted.
into transmission centers of heaven. Amen. Amen. Father, that you will cause everything in our lives to reorganize themselves so that we may become the vessels that can mm -hmm. carry, that can transmit heaven into the world. Mm -hmm. I speak to my eyes. I say you will see like the gates of heaven. Yes, I speak to my hands. I say you will labor like the hands of heaven. Mm -hmm. I speak to my legs. I say you will walk only to the places that heaven wants to go. Mm -hmm. I speak to my heart. I say you will beat in accordance with the rhythm of heaven. Amen. Let everything within us, let everything within us reflect Amen. the desires, reflect the movement of heaven in the name of Jesus. Amen. By the name of Jesus. Amen. And so, Lord, we pray that indeed the army within us will be summoned. Because, Lord, you are calling us to come into a place of eternal government so that we can establish external government. So, Lord, establish the internal government in us. Anything that is dilapidated in our lives, broken and falling apart, God put it in order so that we can bring order to this world. We will not get tired of making these prayers, O oh God, because every day it's a day for us to be renewed. Father, we also pray that the eyes of our understanding may be enlightened. Open our eyes. Open our eyes and cause us to see. Mm -hmm. Touch our hearts and cause us to feel you. Open mm -hmm. our ears and cause us to hear conversations. Mm -hmm. And I'm coming straight from your throne Amen. in the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Oh, Amen. Thank you for that. Here we are, lifting our hands to you. Here we are, giving you thanks for all you do, and as we praise and worship your holy name, you are here, dwelling within our praise. Yes, Lord. Here we are lifting our hands to you. Here we are giving you thanks for all you do. And as we praise and worship your holy name, we know that you are here and you are dwelling within all of our prayers and our prayers. Amen. Amen, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Amen. Let there be substance of the things that Amen. This morning, as we get off this prayer call, I pray for you and I prophesy to you Amen. that God will give you spiritual intelligence. Amen. I'm not talking about the intelligence of men, I'm talking about spiritual intelligence mm. that you will know how to navigate in the realm of the spirit. Amen. No more would you be sensing or feeling anything that you cannot explain what it is, where it has come from, and how to go around it. Amen. I pray that God will open the eyes of your spirit and Amen. He will give you the capacity to see, He will Amen. give you the capacity to move around the things of the spirit Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. That He may grant you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Wisdom and revelation. Wisdom yes, and revelation. 
Not as the world gives, not the kind of peace the world gives. The kind of peace the world gives is qualified by the absence of troubles, but the peace that the Lord gives is qualified by the presence of God. So I pray that He peace, the kind of peace that causes you to come into a level of understanding that is beyond the understanding of this world, so that you can indeed answer the call that God is putting out, so that you can respond appropriately to this sermon. I pray that the peace of God will be established in your heart. So that the Lord to teach you a bit to show you what the true qualifications for this army is so that you will know that indeed you are part of the people that the Lord has called. And I pray that God will begin to cause a realignment to happen in your life. If there is anything that was out of order, I pray that God will bring it into order in the name of Jesus. Amen. Most especially, I pray about things that were lurking in the dark the things that were hiding in the dark and the things that were masquerading themselves in the light. Yes. I pray that God will unveil and begin to open. Amen. The ones that keep in the dark that you did not see and because you did not know they were there, you exposed your secrets, you exposed your battle strategies and you were weak because you didn't know that they were present in the darkness. I pray that God will begin to expose them so that you can Amen. go and stand effectively Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. So will be a exposure of the things that were masquerading in the light. The ones that made on themselves to look like they were part of the light. They masqueraded and they wore armors of light. Meanwhile, they were fully stuck in darkness. I pray that God would begin to reveal and bring a new intensity of light into your life so that they would not be able to masquerade anymore in the name of Jesus. From today, I pray that by reason of the light that is coming into your life, you are delivered from any form of deceit in the name of Jesus. Delivered from any form of deceit in the name of Jesus. Delivered from every form of deceit in the name of Jesus. Evil personal deceit, the ways in which you deceive your own self. I pray that the Lord God Almighty will bring deliverance to you in the mighty name of Jesus. And even as I pray, I pray that the Spirit of God will begin to show to you, will begin to read out to you the agenda of heaven and the ways in which he is drafting you into this army and the role that you are meant to Therefore, if there was anybody on this call who had worked in a purpose crisis and you were saying to yourself, I don't know what I have been called to do or who I am called to be. I pray and first of all, I rebuke that spirit of lie and that spirit of darkness that makes it impossible for you to reach into the deep places of your heart. For the Bible says he has placed eternity in the hearts of men, yet they cannot comprehend it. No, we can now comprehend because we have the spirit of God. Spirit such as the deep things of God and yet you have his spirit. And so I pray that the Holy Spirit will begin to come bring you to a place of a realization of purpose so that you will be strengthened and you will know your part in this army in the name of Jesus. And so there is anybody who dealt with depression, I pray that you are delivered from that depression by reason of revelation. As the Lord begins to flood your life with an abundance of revelation, an abundance of revelation of him 
an abundance of revelation of him towards you and an abundance of the revelation of him within you. I pray that as this abundance of revelation begins to come, it will begin to break every depression, every form of hopelessness that has lived inside of you is broken in the name of Jesus. I pray that God will your feet to advance and he will strengthen your hands to war in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Strengthen your hands to war. Amen. It's him that teaches your fingers to fight and your hands to war. It's him that teaches. Mm. I pray that the Holy Spirit will begin to teach you about warfare. Amen. He'll begin to teach you about warfare. Teach you about warfare. Amen. Because you are called to an army. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. The Spirit of God is going to begin to teach you how to war. Amen. But there are different kinds of ways in which you war. You war by prayer. You war by revelation of the word. You war by wisdom. You war by alignments. Yeah. You war by adjusting of relationships. There are different ways in which you wage the war in your life. You war by prophecy. You war by positioning. You war by advancing. There are many warfare strategies. I pray that God will begin to show you the right strategy for this season of your life. Amen. 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 God bless you. I welcome you, you to this army and I welcome you to this Amen. summer. And I pray that God will stretch the journey for the next 21 days. Amen. Please make sure you fast. Remember, Stephanie is going to resend the principles for fasting that I shared um, earlier last year. As you fast, I pray that God will give you the grace um, to stay away from whatever you need to stay away from, not just food. But to stay away from the things that seek to satisfy or seek to cause yourself, self to be awakened. I pray that it will be the spirit that will be awakened, not self. Amen. I pray that God will show you all the things that you need to fast from. And remember, you don't break your fast with food. You break your fast with the word and prayer. That is how you break. So please don't rush off to eat after you have waited. You rush off to study and to pray. That is how you break the fast. So mm. I pray that God will show you how to break your fast and mm. also remember it is not just the you don't end the fast when you break it, that's not when you end it. It is a mm. continuous state of fast. It's a state of heart. So when you go to bed, I beg you, I beg you, if you don't remember anything I'm telling you, remember this. When you go to bed, pray and surrender yourself to God and ask that the Lord will minister it to you as you sleep. I am a big believer in dreams, visions, prophecies, and revelation because God has moved me mightily in that dimension for years. So when you go to bed, ask that the Lord will show you show you things. Keep a journal by the side of your bed. 
keep a recorder, put a dream app on your phone. Record your dreams, record your visions. Remember, it is a summon of the army within you and a summon of the ecclesia and a summon of the army to the world. So expect God to speak to you about these three things. Expect God to speak to you about what he's summoning in your life. Expect God to speak to you about the things he's readjusting in his church. And expect God to speak to you about how he wants to send you into the world. So expect God to begin to show you new blueprints, new strategies. He's going to begin to show you business ideas. He's going to begin to tell you how to get into certain circles, how to infiltrate certain places. So when you go to bed, expect revelation. When you fall on your knees to pray in the next 21 days, expect ideas and strategies. So make sure you keep your phone, your journal, and all these things around you when you go to bed. Mm. Don't miss any of the prayer rings and don't say, oh, I'm going to get the recordings. That's not the idea. Try your best to stay up. Try your best to wake up. You know, it is part of the discipline. Army is, army, an army is disciplined. So be disciplined, get up and join the prayer every day. And um, different ministers are going to be coming on the prayer ring. We're going to have different ministers from different parts of the world taking different sessions of the prayer ring. If at any point in time you feel like, you know what, I've been blessed, I want to bless this minister, just reach out to Stephanie. She's going to tell you um, what to do and how to, you know, bless, you know, the person. If you want to give to people of influence or to prayer ring, please feel free, do so. Um, Stephanie is going to give you the information. She's going to be putting it up on the group on how you can um, be a blessing to people. People who have blessed you spiritually, please, it's part of the principle is a principle I keep teaching people. I don't teach what I don't do. I do it. You have to learn to give. Give to things that bless you. It's a principle of the kingdom. So uh, if at any point the Lord moves you, make sure you do that. We're going to have several ministers, myself, um, I'm Ching Tov, you know, just many people are going to be ministers. Pastor Mo, Pastor Nainja, Mr. Gofrey, many people are going to be coming up here to minister. So um, let's set our hearts and um, let's get ready. I'm training people on Saturday and Sunday. I'm having a school called the People of Influence Academy. And part of the reason why I'm doing that is because of this summon um, that the Lord is speaking about. There's a summon, there's a summon, there's a summon. And people often don't know how to infiltrate and how to move in the spirit of influence. And that's what I'm teaching. Um, and you all know that a different arm from people of influence, my ministry. So my training academy is Issy Benedicta. So if you want to be part of that academy, it's going to run next week, Saturday and Sunday, and then the upper week, Saturday and Sunday. If you want to be part of that, um, I'm running a, a 35% discount that ends today. You can send an email to hello at isibenedicta.com, hello at isibenedicta.com, and the admin is going to send you what you need to be able to get that discount to be part of that school. And um, someone was saying to me, oh, PI, you know, I, don't, I can't, I don't know if, why should I pay? I said, hey, listen to me. It is how many times have you, in this world, it's only about, I think, 2% of people or 1% of people that are actually leading this world, that are actually making the decisions by which some of us are eating the crumbs. So it's not everybody. Everyone is called to influence, but not everyone makes the decision to influence. Many people see it as a price too high to pay to learn. But you see, you cannot truly, truly make an effect in this world without first being equipped. So there are so many things that we need to learn how to reprioritize things in our lives. If you want to be part of that, like I said, send an email to hello at ecbenedicta.com. Stephanie, you want to put that up right now. You can send an email there. There's an admin, there's a team that will respond to you by the, before the end of today. 
um, there's a there's a 35% discount that they are giving. So if you want that, they're going to give it to you. Um, Stephanie, what else am I missing in these announcements? Is there anything I'm missing, Stephanie? Um, for now, no. There's part R today as well. Part R Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. We meet midday, um, one to between the hours of one to two um, Western African time. Sorry, my neighbor's alarm is um, causing some noise. Okay, so you can turn it off. It's okay. okay. So between the hours of one to two p.m. West African time, Power R is also an offshoot of prayer rain where they just pray for one hour during the day. So you can be part of that. I'm sure Stephanie puts up the link on the prayer ring. God bless you. Let me let you go. Because today is the first day, I had to take an extra 30 minutes to establish the foundation. Tomorrow we continue one hour every day. God bless you. Uh, the position in the army. And it's a beautiful season we have crossed into. God bless you. Amen. Thank you so much, Bihai. Thank you.